Gerald Green to inbound. Harden trying to get free. Down to three, down to two, it's a three. Good! Good! He got it! James Harden, a flamethrower! Broadcasting right now from the beautiful city of Paul's, man. It's your host, Addison. Man, welcoming you to another episode of From the Jump, man. I think this is episode 58, man. Whoa. Whoa, man. But right now, man, we are live right now in the FTJ Studios. We just witnessed the game of the night, the Houston Rockets and the Golden State Warriors. And James Harden just hit the craziest shot I think I've ever seen. But again, James Harden really does this every single year against the Golden State Warriors. So it didn't really shock me. But of course, you know what I'm saying? You get upset when you're a Dubs fan, you know what I'm saying? That was a good game. You can say what you want to. That was a hell of a game. The whole Houston Rockets did defeat the Golden State Warriors, 135 to 134. But you know, that's where we'll start off today. So, you know, we'll get into Kawhi Leonard getting booed in San Antonio. And I got some words from San Antonio fans because I feel like that was disrespectful. And I feel like the NBA needs to do something about that as well because I just... I didn't, I didn't like that. I didn't like that San Antonio situation last night with Kawhi Leonard. I didn't like it at all. You know, I get, you know, players come back. But, but again, I'll, I'll get into that in a little bit. But stop what you're doing right now and go follow your boy right now on Twitter. I mean, James Harden was on all night. And, and y'all can say what y'all want to, man. And, and it was funny. I was just telling E um, this when we was watching the game. I said that. I love James Harden. I'm not even going to lie to you. I love James Harden's game. I love James Harden's um, swag. I love the handles. I, at the end of the day, he has a quirky style of play. We can say what we want to. Oh, uh, he flops. He 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 sells calls. You can say what you want to. But at the end of the day, man, James Harden does his thing out there on the court. And last night, he rose to the occasion, finishing the night's, night's game, finishing the night's game with 44 points, 13 for 32. Again, he took a lot of shots. He only went to the free throw line eight nine times that's but I'm gonna give props to the two-time champs as well Steph Curry brought it last night I felt like Klay Thompson brought it last night now I'm not gonna lie to you my boy KD I, I didn't feel like that was one of his best ones but I feel like Draymond Green last night was locked in and again you can say what you want to all oh, the Warriors are losing it they don't have this and that you gotta give them credit Houston hit a hell of a shot last night James Harden hit a hell of a shot and not to mention Houston played great last night Gerald Green played great last night. Gerald Green played great last night. Clint Capella had 29 points and 21 rebounds last night. He was killing them on the boards last night. Austin Rivers played 44 minutes last night and had 18 points. Are you serious? And by the way, like I said, you can say what you want to, but they were scrappy last night. And they were just finding a way to get it done. And again, James Harden. James Harden. We can say what we want to, uh, you know, about the beer, but... He, he finished last night with 15 assists. He passed that basketball last night, man. He was finding guys. That, that's what I want to see James Harden. I like watching James Harden play, just not against the Warriors. I love it when James Harden's hooping. At the end of the day, like I said before, and I will say it again, I, I personally feel like the Houston Rockets were better without Chris Paul. I feel like they are better when James Harden is the center because at the end of the day, he can drive and create. He's going he gonna to dribble you to death. He can pass it, and he's going to get to the basket, and he may drop that long bomb on you. You don't know what you're going to get from James Harden. And at the same time, he's a lefty. So that's already right there. You're already at a disadvantage defensively because you're already having to stop something that's not common. So what I'm saying about James Harden is, and he, and he said it, I want that MVP again. You got to double up to, to verify, to validate it, don't you? Okay, you won one championship. Let me see you do it again. You won one MVP. Let me see you do it again. A lot of guys in the NBA cool with just winning one MVP. 
Everybody been bopping on Giannis, and Giannis has been having a good season. But I, I would say right now, if I had to pick an MVP, I gotta go. I gotta go with James Harden. If, if we gonna be real, James Harden right now, I think it has has slowly but surely starting to separate himself. And this is when James Harden typically plays his best. Top of the year, coming into a new year. Again, the Houston Rockets were at the bottom of the Western Conference. Two weeks ago, if the playoffs were to start, they weren't even in playoff contention. They were not even in playoff contention. Now they're fourth. The Lakers have now dropped to eighth. You see what I'm saying? That Denver's playing good basketball right now, and Oklahoma City is, is, is and we'll get into that, and Paul George has been, has been playing out of his mind. But this is what we wanted to see, and I'm going to switch over to the Oklahoma City Thunder, but this is what we wanted to see from Paul George. This is what we wanted to see from Paul George the entire time when he came to Oklahoma City. So Westbrook is not able to knock down that shot and or be able to hit threes. It's going to be tough. Straight up. But up next on From the Jump, man, I will give you my NFL predictions this weekend. All picks from the games. Chargers, Ravens, Seahawks, Cowboys. Let's get it cracking, man. NFL predictions coming up next. And on today's edition of the wrap-up, we'll talk San Antonio and Kawhi Leonard. Stay tuned. It's From the Jump. Champion got out. This is where shoes to fill became footsteps to follow. The Golden State Warriors select Stephen Curry. This is where ego was laid to rest. And humility rose in its place. But my mind is where every challenge I've ever faced has been won or lost. Fresh off the advertisement break, man. It's your boy, man. We live right now in the mothership. Hey, what time is it, E? Shoot, what time is it? Like 5.30? It's hella, hella, hella early this morning, man. We, you know, we here cracking, man. A lot of games happened last night around the sports world, right, man? Top 25 college basketball, man. Indiana defeated Illinois last night, 73-65. Purdue defeated 25-ranked Iowa, 86-70. Number two team in the country yesterday, Michigan defeated Penn State, 68-55. NC State over Miami, 87-82. Again, final score last night for the Rockets and Warriors, 135-134. NFL playoffs begin this weekend, man. A lot of big games. A lot of big games to be decided. Oh, my goodness. We got the Chargers and the Ravens. Lamar Jackson versus Phillip Rivers. Who's going to take that one? Colts and Texans. Andrew Luck versus Deshaun Watson. Seahawks, Cowboys, Dak versus Russell. And I can't forget about the Eagles and the Bears. Mitchell Trubisky versus Carson Wentz and or Nick Foles. Whoever, I guess, whoever starts. I don't know. I, I, whoever starts. And, and it's going to be an interesting. Uh, four, these four, all four of these games are going to be all four good games. I don't see a blowout in any of these games. I really don't. Across the board, I don't see a blowout. In the Colts and the Texans game, at the end of the day, that's going to come down to who wants this division more. The Jaguars, we know they fell off at the beginning of the year. We know the Titans, they're at the point now where they got to get a new quarterback. Mariota just ain't doing it. He ain't cutting it. When they bench you for Blaine Gabbert, yeah, it's over with for you. And so at this point right now, the Colts and the Texans right now are battling to see who exactly is the best team in this division. And and, and if I had to pick a winner right now, E., I'm going with the Texans. I'm picking the Texans right now, 31. 
17 over the Colts. I think the Texans will get it done at home. I think this defense will be all over Andrew Luck. I feel like this defense will be all over Andrew Luck. I feel like they're going to create some turnovers on Andrew Luck. I feel like, the, the, like I said, the Colts are going to make it interesting early. But like I said, I just think Deshaun Watson, I think Lamar Miller, I think DeAndre Hopkins, Bill O'Brien, this is the year the Texans take that leap of faith. This is that year. I don't feel like they fear the Chiefs. I really feel like they don't fear New England. And like I said, if they can beat the Colts, essentially, I feel like Saturday, I don't feel like there's another team right now that could really beat and look at the Texas eye-eye and say, like, we can beat you head-to-head. And like I said, I feel like they can go on the road because they showed me essentially in Philly that they can go on the road and get a win. They just, the Philly just made one more play than they did. In the Seahawks and Cowboys game on Saturday, I'm going to have to go with the Cowboys on this one. I feel like the Cowboys are built for this moment right now. This is the time in which the Cowboys are going to take that next step. This is, this is the time. Every, all year this year, they done looked everybody in the eyes and played football. The Cowboys win against the Giants at the end of the year was a huge momentum booster going into the playoffs because they had to go beat a football team in New York that, as, as you can say what you want to, has had the rookie of the year. Baker Mayfield, I know, has had a good season, but Saquon Barkley has been the rookie of the year, and it ain't been close. It ain't been close. It has not been close. It has not. I think they say he eclipsed like 2,000 all-purpose yards or something like that this season. And I think as a rookie, the only person who knew that thing was Eric Dickerson and somebody else. So I'm saying, like, come on, man. It wasn't even close. I know Baker Mayfield won some games, and I know the hype train was the number one pick. But we got to stop. We got to stop it. We got we to open our eyes up. But as I'm saying, the Cowboys have looked everybody in the eye this year, and they played football. And like I said, I know what Russell Wilson, I know the Seahawks at this point, this is what they live for. They just like, look, give us a chance to get in the playoffs, and we'll, 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 we'll see what we can do. The Cowboys have exactly what you need to win come playoff time. You got to be able to run the football. You got to be able to have a quarterback that doesn't turn the football over. And we can say Dak hasn't played good this season, but he's only thrown eight interceptions. So where has he not played good at? Where has he not played good at? That's the one thing about Dak Prescott that I like. He typically doesn't turn the football over. He's not gonna turn the. He's typically not gonna turn the football over. But now come Sunday, Sunday's games are just as equally important. I thought the Chargers and the Ravens game is the most important game on Sunday. The Chargers and the Ravens game is the most important game on Sunday because I feel like the Ravens have an advantage over the Chargers. They have an advantage over the Chargers that one, the Chargers got to go on the road and play the Ravens. So that's dangerous as well. January in Baltimore, I, this don't look good for the San Diego Chargers. I'm sorry. The Los Angeles Chargers. Now they, they do have Phillip Rivers and they do have Keenan Allen and Melvin Gordon. But I, what, I, what I will say is, since Lamar Jackson has been inserted, this Baltimore offense, this Baltimore team, swag, confidence-wise, everything has just went through the roof. Joe Flacco has won a Super Bowl. Joe Flacco has been great. And I said in the beginning, if you want to win, you got to put Lamar in. He already eclipsed the 1,000 yards, and he just started playing week 11. Stop playing with me. The, the, the Baltimore Ravens have two things on their side. They can run the football. And they can play defense. The same thing I said about the Cowboys. When you can run the football and you can play defense, and oh, by the way, you got the first game of the playoffs in your house, the Chargers got to come on the road and play you, a West Coast team. They got to travel across the country. This don't look good for the Los Angeles Chargers, y'all. I'm letting you know that right now. I'm picking the Baltimore Ravens 17-14 in an ugly game. This is going to be an ugly type game. This ain't going to be a shootout type situation. This is going to be an ugly game, a defensive game. And I feel like the, the Ravens are just going to make a play. I feel like Lamar Jackson somehow, some way, like he did last week against the Browns, he's going to make a play that's going to turn this whole game over and ultimately propel them to the next round. And the last but simply not least, in the game Sunday night that we all going to have our eyeballs on on NBC, 
It's going to be the Eagles and the Bears. It's going to be the Eagles and the Bears. And the Eagles having to travel to Soldier Field to play the Bears right now just doesn't seem good to me. This offense all year long has been up and down, up and down, up and down. One week they look good, the next week they look bad. One week the Wi-Fi is on, the next week you got to turn the Wi-Fi modem back off. Like, it's, it's just up and down for the Philadelphia Eagles. You know what you're going to get from the Chicago Bears. We know that offense isn't the best. We know Mitchell Trubisky ain't the best quarterback. Maybe that's Rex Grossman 2.0, but however you look at it, at the end of the day, they have defense on their side. And who wants to go against Khalil Mack right now in Soldier Field in January in Chicago? Are you serious? I don't I don't know a team right now that wants to have to travel on the road. And what a better opponent than the Philadelphia Eagles. Backing their way into the playoffs. I'm not even gonna I'm not even gonna get into a whole lot of long talking on this game. I'm going to Chicago Bears in this game. I'm picking the Chicago Bears in this game. 21-14 over the Philadelphia Eagles. This is gonna be a low-scoring game as well. Cold game in Chicago. Cold game in Chicago, defensive game. And the Bears are going to just make one more play. And the Philadelphia Eagles, that's going to end the reign. That's going to end the title run. But even the, the thought of a, a back-to-back championship for the Philadelphia Eagles. Again, the Eagles are a dangerous team because at this point in the season, you can say what you want to, but you don't want to have to face the Eagles on this time as well. But given the fact that they had to travel to Soldier Field, I got to go with the Bears on this one, y'all. Quick news before we get into today's wrap-up. Uh, Oregon star freshman Bo Bo. This just came across. He just gave it to me right now. Oregon freshman star Bo Bo says that his college career is over. Now, he has been sidelined for the past four games because of a left foot injury. And I guess they said he is likely to return for this season. Now, he said on Instagram yesterday, playing for my dream school under my favorite coach, Altman, has been the best part of my life. And sadly, it has come to an end sooner than I would like. But thank you for all those who rocking with me and all Oregon fans. Thank you. Hashtag go Ducks. Now, apparently, I guess Bobo is supposed to be a top 10 lottery pick this year, and he was ranked fifth on ESPN's draft rankings. However, this foot injury to Bobo, of course, most notably the son of Manu Bowl, former NBA player as well. You know, with big guys, could this potentially be a Joel Embiid-like situation where whoever drafts him is going to get a guy who, you know, you're going to get a project. You're going to get a guy who, okay, you're going to have to deal with, okay, he's going to two years, that foot is going to have to heal up. We saw what two years did, essentially two and a half years did for Joel Embiid being an all-star at this point. So potentially with Bobo, if a team is willing to sit and say, okay, we'll draft Bobo and, and we'll deal with the foot for two and a half years, you know, like they did with Joel Embiid with the Sixers, you could potentially get a superstar here. I'm just saying. Now on today's edition of the wrap-up, San Antonio Spurs star Kawhi Leonard made his return last night. And of course, DeMar DeRozan made his appearance against his road team last night. Now, of course, Toronto being one of the best teams in the East, 28-12, and 12, took on the San Antonio Spurs last night. As I said earlier, the Spurs did beat the Toronto Raptors 125-107. Now, Kawhi Leonard didn't play a bad game. He finished yesterday game with 21 points. He was 8-for-13 from the field, 5-for-7 from the free throw line. DeMar DeRozan played a hell of a game last night as well. He also finished with a triple-double. Finished yesterday's game with 21 points, 11 assists, and also 14 rebounds. DeMarcus Aldridge also pitched in with 23 points, 5 assists, and 2 rebounds. Brian Forbes was huge for them yesterday with 20 points. He was 6 for 7 from 3. You know when the Spurs get that ball moving, you know them threes get the drop, and you know the Spurs will blow you out real quick. Real, real, real quick. Um, but as I said, man, the Spurs did defeat the Toronto Raptors yesterday, 125. To 107. But now the issue that I had yesterday with the San Antonio Spurs and the Raptors game was 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 the excess booing. Now take a listen to Kawhi Leonard getting introduced yesterday to the San Antonio crowd. Six seven forward from San Diego State, number two, Kawhi Leonard. 
Now, I, I understand, you know, when, when guys leave teams and, and go different places, you know, you boo him. You know, he's playing for the other team. But a lot of this stuff, is to me, is becoming excess. I mean, like, these fans are becoming ridiculous. And the fans of San Antonio, I feel like that was, that was disrespectful yesterday. That was disgusting yesterday. You know, I get that, okay, he went to a different team. He didn't want to be in San Antonio no more. But besides, who wants to be in San Antonio right now? We know San Antonio is going to be good. The San Antonio is going to win some games. San Antonio is going to make the playoffs. But San Antonio wasn't serious about winning the championship. Clearly, Toronto was serious about winning the championship. That's why they traded for Kawhi Leonard. That's why they traded for Kawhi Leonard. The Lakers weren't serious about winning the championship. They were serious. They would have traded for Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard said not a word this entire offseason. He said not one word. All it was was just speculation. All it was was just speculation. The only thing we heard from Kawhi Leonard was that little awkward-ass laugh. That was the only thing we heard from Kawhi Leonard. Other than that, we heard nothing from Kawhi Leonard this entire offseason that he wanted to go to L.A., that he wanted to be in L.A. It was just speculation that, oh, somebody close to Kawhi Leonard has... It's always somebody close to. Now, Kawhi Leonard himself didn't say it. Then I don't know who... Then it ain't true. The, the, the excess booze, and that was just disrespectful to me. And for me personally, it's just like, I feel like as fans, as NBA players... You know, there's, there's an obligation that these, you know, that these these fans have to hold up. And there's a level of respect I feel like we have to have for these players. These players put on entertainment. These players put on shows for these fans. And for, for you know, for a guy who, who has put his blood, sweat, and tears for organization, you know, that, that ultimately, again, they got traded. He didn't get to pick where he got to go. He got traded to the Toronto Raptors. You know, for them to boo him like that in excess and them to call him a traitor, them kind of things, you know, I, I get it, okay. In the beginning, it's funny, but... You know, for every time the guy touched the basketball, y'all booing him. You're calling him a traitor. You're yelling at his mother. I was seeing all kind of clips last night from the game. Last night, that was that was ugly. But follow your boy on Twitter, man. We talked about it a lot today. Again, NFC picks for this weekend. AFC picks for this weekend is are in the books right now. As I said earlier, the Seahawks and the Cowboys game is very important. <laughs> Whoever wins that game could potentially run the table. I got the Cowboys winning, but if the Seahawks win that game, the Seahawks could potentially run the table. The Chargers and the Ravens, say what you want to, but Lamar Jackson coming in the game just gave the Ravens a whole lot of juice. And the Chargers right now having to travel on the road from L.A. to Baltimore, that's a long flight, bro. <laughs> I'm just saying. And oh, by the way, don't look now, but the Texans could potentially be in the Super Bowl this year. The Patriots ain't a sure thing. It's your boy. We out.